Hey guys, it's your girl Maya K, and I have a very special guest on the podcast today, my girl Tina Jaliba. She is a former registered nurse and she has a master's in nursing, but let me tell you what God did. He called her out and she is truly a warrior princess. She's a spiritual midwife, prayer warrior, and prophetic intercessor, the CEO and founder of Flawed and Free. She hosts a faith-based podcast that speaks to the woman in the wilderness on her journey to the promised land. She has been given a platform ordained by God to help deliver and birth the women pregnant with purpose and receive the promises of God. She served in the community as a nurturer and healer for almost 20 years as an RN and five years as a family nurse practitioner before the Lord called her out to pioneering this amazing territory with flawed and free. And so I, we dug in guys, we got into it. We talked about the goal of deliverance. Remember we are thriving in it all for season four. And I want you guys to thrive spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and entrepreneurially. And so I thank God for this woman of God. My girl, Tina got down to it. So let's get into this episode. All right. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Maya Kay, and we are back with the Gold Files podcast season four. And remember, season four's theme is thriving in it all. I am a firm believer that we cannot be business owners. We cannot be wealth carriers. We cannot be anointed and be broken. And so it is so important for me to make sure that I'm not just giving you business tips as a business coach, but that you're able to really thrive and the only way we can build a solid foundation is making sure that there is no demonic oppression. That's right. I said it, demonic oppression. We are not out here preaching real estate, entrepreneurship, and all of these things. And you women are building, but you're building on broken structures and you'll end up sabotaging not only yourself, everything attached to your bloodline, but you know, your family and everything else in the process and even your clients. And so it was important for me to have this woman on. Let me tell y'all, she a demon bully in the building. And I am so honored to have Tina on the podcast because uh, when I first encountered her, I was a member of the society ran by Tatum and Kavaya, and we were fasting. We did this three-day fast. I think it was back in May 2021. Mm-hmm. And see, I'm a pigs in the parlor queen. So oh, when, I, <laughs> when I saw somebody else just going in... Um, about that on the I think it was a YouTube live that Tina mm-hmm. had did and I was so moved and I said man God it, it feels good not to feel like a weirdo out here in these streets and so we're um, I'm excited to have her she's a phenomenal woman of God flawed and free is her business and ministry and please understand that she's not just going to help us in this area but I am going to ask her a few questions about what happens when you're called into a lane that your degree does not match okay because oh, <laughs> God good. is that's big good. on doing that. You guys have heard my story right before I bring her in. You know, mm-hmm. I was in school for pre-med. Your girl wanted to be a pediatrician. Yeah. And I'm out here... Uh, a Hollywood writer and you know a Christian romance novelist and God got me out here you know waiting to hear back from producers at Hollywood about this TV show and I'm like this wasn't what I wanted but God is faithful something about them seven mountains of influence and he wants to make sure that his people are on it so Tina what's up girl 
What's up? It's good to be here. First and foremost, thank you. It's an honor to serve you, and it's an honor to serve your your audience, your audience members as well. I thank you for trusting myself and this ministry um, to serve and add value to your life and to theirs. So thank you for having me. I am blessed to be here. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to jump right in. And the first question I wanted to know is why do you feel it's important for women to get delivered from bondage and spirits before launching a business? Well, there's demonic attack all throughout your life, even before you are aware of it, um, that comes in through sometimes prior to birth that marries your family. There's demons that marry your family and pass down through your bloodline generations. Um, there's attacks that have come before you were even created in mm -hmm. the womb, through the umbilical cord, and even post through your own sin um, and iniquity, which is unrepentance of sin. And so most times we don't know um what's there we don't know what doors are there we don't know um mm. what is um hidden right demonic strongholds love to hide um in secrecy and deeply rooted in trauma and things like that and so over the course of your life you will experience um the fruit of what the enemy intended versus the fruit of what god has intended for mm -hmm. your life and so most of us many of us that um, maybe were grown up in church or in a religious aspect or you know we're looking for our identity we're looking for our purpose and so sometimes your identity is wrapped up in a false identity your purpose might be wrapped into a um, counterfeit version of what God has called you to so for instance if God has called you into the anointing of a prophet or in a prof prophetic uh um, anointing in your mm -hmm. life, the enemy will always work to go and contradict that call through yeah. counterfeit. And so sometimes what you're doing or where you are or where you think you want to go may not be rooted in Christ. It may not be what God has called you to do. And so it's important to make sure that we're not only seeking um, the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit for the plans of our lives, because he has ordained and preordained um, assignments, plans, and a purpose for each and every one of us. And so you may be entering into a business or be going into something that you are doing in your own mindset and your own flesh, right? Because it's something you think, oh, I'm good at this or, oh, I'm comfortable here, mm -hmm. right? I, am, I believe um, that this is what I want to do, not what I'm called to do. Like there's there's somewhat of a difference now many times your calling will align mm -hmm. with your natural desire but there are times where you'll be out of alignment and out of sync and the only way you can really filter through what's him what's not what's you what's Satan is through the area of deliverance deliverance mm -hmm. makes things um, very clear yeah. there's clarity that comes with deliverance that not only is good for 
you personally and all relationships, partnerships in business, relationships, um, emotional stability and growth, but also in other things in your life. And so you will be responsible for decision making and using your discernment depends on if you are going into a faith based business or not. So deliverance is not just for one particular area. It actually is for every part of your mind, soul and spirit. And it really assists you with that decision making, those processes that you need to put together systems and, and to be in the timeline of God, because it may be something you're called to. It may be something you want to do, but if it is not in the right timing, right? If God wanted you to do this or that yesterday or tomorrow or next week, then you open yourself up to more warfare, right? To come against the plan of God. So, you know, it's it's very, very, very important to kind of know where you are and where you want to go. And we don't want to do anything without the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And it's funny, you kind of answered the second part of that question, which was Mm -hmm. how does walking around carrying spirits affect business launch and growth? So when Tina was talking about not being able to be wise in your decision making or not knowing if the decisions are being led by the enemy or God when you are not delivered and then talked about the systems and processes that we put in place, you know, this affects your launching and your growth because Mm. at the point when God may have you building a team if he can't trust (laughs) you with your own spirit and your own business management then how will he release those people to you Uh, business you know you're not just an entrepreneur it's a leadership role because eventually you will have um, employees and interns Mm -hmm. or whatever so I love that so we're going to jump into the second one because I think you touched on that very well. So what steps should a woman take to start the process of deliverance if this is something new to her? So, for example, like I said, you know, I used to spit in the bucket, y'all. You know, the per- uh-huh. uh, you know, shout out to uh, oh, women. Women, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it dropped me out. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah, I can hear Okay. Uh, yeah, it popped up on my screen. Um, okay. Uh, shout out to Reverend Geneva Hackett and the crew at Impact of Your World Christian Center uh, back in Philadelphia where I grew up. You wow. know, it was it was so interesting because at 19, I did not know what was going on. But um, for You're some lucky. women, I was familiar with it from that. And they had they gave us the book, Pigs of the Parlor, and they had yes. them you call them things cool. out. But for women who aren't familiar, what mm-hmm. steps would you recommend? that they take because this ain't something you just go into with someone who's inexperienced um it's hard to give a blanket example for these specific steps because it's so individualized for the person right um it depends upon where they are in their walk with christ and where um, the commitment and the discipline that they're willing to give because um, deliverance is something that God desires for us all. It's already secured for us, right, in heaven, um, according to John 8 and 36. And so it's God's desire for us to live blessed and be fruitful and to be productive and prosperous in all of our ways. And so it was never intended for us to be hindered in any way. But But the... Ministry of deliverance must be done when you are in the mindset Mm -hmm. to maintain it. 
Yeah. Um, and so for me, um, my my recommendation is um, for people, sometimes it's like I'm tired of these dreams and these attacks on my dreams. I'm seeing demons in my house. People want the resolution, right? They want the um, they want the benefit of yeah. deliverance, right? Which means I won't be attacked. I want to be, I want to have a million dollar business and I feel like I'm stuck and I feel like I can't get you know, where I want to go, right? And so people will use deliverance as, it's in my way, right? Mm -hmm. These, you know, they're in my way. I just want a quick solution and not really coming up with a full resolution. And so when you're not in the mindset that you really want to be delivered yeah. to live for God, like sold out, fully surrendered and submitted. Like I commit my life, my mind, my money, my my marriage, my soul, my future, my children, mm -hmm. my my bank account, my everything I am, I commit completely and totally to you. If you're not in a place that can really uh, receive that, then deliverance is is probably not. You need to seek the Holy Spirit for when you get it. Yeah. Right. You need to seek. And so when I talk to people about deliverance in the process, it's like, where are you? Yeah. Like, where are you? What's your motive? Yep. Right. Is this just because you want to see growth and you want to see your bank account fat? You want the blessings of God? Are you doing this because you want to see the hand of God, but not the heart of God? Yeah. Are you doing this because you want to um, be transformed into the likeness and the image of Christ? And what regardless, because it's not a pretty thing. It, it, it requires a lot of sacrifice, mm -hmm. but it's w totally worth it to move in your assignment, whatever yeah. that may be in what area of ministry you are in. Um, and so deliverance, there's no blanket answer right. to because it's really individualized to the person. What's their goal in receiving deliverance? And um, and their their where, where they are in maintaining it. Because yeah. if you get delivered or attempt to be delivered, you may be delivered in some areas, but if you go back and open those doors back yeah. up, like it's just for nothing. It, it actually puts you in a a greater state of detriment yeah. than if you would have just taken your time and waited. Yeah. So I hope I answered. No, you do. And that I'm going to jump to the question where I mentioned Chucky <laughs> because oh. <laughs> because to Tina's point, she's absolutely right. I remember one of the women that was helping me through my deliverance, honey. She checked me like y'all think Phaedra and them can read. She <laughs> said to me, "Don't you come back if you just looking for a band aid." And she turned to my mom and said, "You call us if you need us, but you don't call us until you're serious." And I believe she said that because she knew that I was still entertaining the very things that I had been delivered from. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important to Tina's point. I started at 19. I thank God for, you know, the women exposing me to the deliverance ministry. But it really wasn't until like 28, 29 when I really got fully delivered because wow. I wasn't ready at 19, at 19 hanging out in them Temple Streets at Temple University, you know. Right. And so when you're not ready, uh, I think just to summarize what she said, it's okay I hear the dog <laughs> um, just to summarize what she said um, I would say the first step it is individualized but the first step is like she said the mindset shift because if you're not okay here 
if you're not okay up here, then it, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? You got to really want it. Of course, it's a spirit and heart thing, but you got to really understand that it's a mind thing because you don't want to be like the sons of Skiva out here, okay, getting plummeted that to part. the ground, getting pummeled to the ground by your own demons because you out here playing around. <laughs> so what I had said, um, it was... Our, okay, it was so. It's actually question number four. It was I wanted to talk about our grandmothers, right? Because I don't know if you were raised in the church, but I was raised in the church, and some of our grandmothers didn't teach us this when we were growing up in the church. So, what are some things we would say to our younger selves that we didn't hear from them in reference to certain doors we shouldn't open to the enemy? And my example was Chucky. I was a Chucky addict at four. Okay. And had I known what came out when I was four, and had I known, my family didn't know this stuff. Um, I just didn't know. And so, okay, it's telling me just to save it so we don't lose nothing. Okay, um, so I didn't know that this was crazy. Nobody in my family talked about this. And my mother, we were raised in the church. And so I would love to hear like what you would say to your younger self in reference to, hey, you got to keep those doors closed. Ugh. <laughs> what would I say to my younger self? You know, age is really, truly just a number I know I have some young ladies that are a part of this ministry um, sold out for God rather early, 19, 20. Mm -hmm. I mean, for real, like I am, even at the age I am. And so, but for me personally, in my less mature state spiritually. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's good. Right? In that time, um, I would just say to, you know, find a support system if you can. Yeah. Um, I think I would have benefited greatly in my my younger self having um, a mentor, having someone that like a spiritual mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I am that to other younger women in the younger generations. And I can see how much they feel alone. Yeah. Like my parents who their parents are my age or older. And they're like, I've tried to go to my parents for about mm-hmm. deliverance and this and that and they don't believe it they don't right because we came from a religious spirit era okay yep. like you go to church you you know and you go home right and you go on Wednesday you go to revival once a year <laughs> yeah. once every five years right yep. and so in our era and even beyond me um, we weren't taught or even open to, to a lot of what they're experiencing in this time yeah. some of the younger uh, women that are dealing with you know that are going through life now things are just so open so I would definitely say that I my younger self would have definitely benefited from um, spiritual support and or mentor outside of my family because sometimes we really limit ourselves to what we see and mm-hmm. what we know Yeah, and we don't think that there's anything beyond that Right. Mm-hmm. It's like this is what I know, this is where I'm from. My mama did it this way, my daddy did it this way, all my family went to this church, everybody got baptized there, mm-hmm. everybody and so we don't I don't think my younger self um really understood how to go beyond me. It was like this is what I know, this is what I'm comfortable with, and this is where I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Had I been pushed in any way or even 
um, sought out other opportunities other than where I was, I think Mm -hmm. I would have been in a different position. So I would just say just not to limit myself, not to limit yourself if you're like me. Just don't set limitations on your life. Sometimes you get an elder or someone mature who you believe in the spirit and you trust and they'll say this isn't how things done you Mm -hmm. just don't ask questions right you just don't you just do because this is what we did we read the hymns we went to church we did our communion and we went home right and this is just what you do and there's something in your spirit that's saying no there's more yeah there's more and we will limit ourselves based on not wanting to be disrespectful um just wanting to just get along to get along Mm -hmm. um Um, people pleasing and things like that so I definitely would say that you know God has put that the Holy Spirit when you became a believer you have the Holy Spirit before you even know that it's him and he's nine times out of ten leading you down the path of your purpose and so um, had I listened to those unctions and really paid attention to them I think I would have been able to be in a better place yeah and it's funny I said that even though my grandmother may not have known mm-hmm. uh, I would feel things and I would be watching you know my favorite scary movies and would just be like why does this feel off mm-hmm. so I tell people all the time even if you don't know um, like young people if even if you don't know that it's the Holy Spirit pay attention and just do it I always say ask questions later you know <laughs> get out the room you know Joseph ran yeah. <laughs> okay you oh, know Joseph my. ran get yes. out the room and ask questions later because God will give you the clarity <laughs> you need so even is you know just for an example before we move on and then we'll go to commercial and come back I think about with ladies when they're dating and they say I knew something was off well you should have left because you don't have to figure it out while you're in it most often the Lord won't give you more clarity while you're in it because he wants you to obey him and then he'll give you clarity later oh I saw what this person will become a year from now or I knew about the ex that he didn't tell you he used to be and he only went to one AA meeting so you know you just got to try trust that unction so that's what I would say I love what Tina said that's what I would say to my younger self is even if you don't know why you're saying no just say it and let God tell you later that's right that's good that's good um so we're gonna do one more question and then uh just take a little commercial break uh so I wanted to know, I know you said, since you said it was really different based on the individual, but can you still share, like walk us through the first three steps of a deliverance session with you? So even though it might be different based on the individual, I'm sure it is like an intake process and then things like that. Yes, ma'am. So, um, uh, so my process is not like any other that I've known. Mm -hmm. Um, Most um, that I've, Come become aware of through people that do deliverance is more of a drive-through deliverance. Like you just kind of pull up, hey, how you doing? What's your problem, right? And they'd be like, oh, they're attacking me. Okay, boom, let's pray, and then get delivered. 
not in every case, not in all cases, but in a lot that I've seen. This particular ministry, the Lord has released um, a very massive mantle of deliverance um, over it. I, I remember and recall um, the Lord preparing me mm-hmm. and positioning me for the level of access that I would have in the spirit realm in the area of deliverance. And I didn't understand fully until I started really operating in the ministry. I say that because we focus primarily on bloodline breaking. Yeah. And a lot of people that are seeking deliverance are looking for individual deliverance for a matter, a situation, or certain spiritual attacks, et cetera, et cetera. And so we don't deal with just the individual. We deal with the entire generational bloodline, mm-hmm. maternal and paternal. So these are some high-ranking um, demons um, of authority that we're coming up against in this ministry. So we go back into the bloodline by by the provisions that have been given to this ministry and myself by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going mm-hmm. to always say yeah. it's not me. It is him working through me in this ministry. We started out at 20,000 generations. Mm-hmm. And as we have grown and expanded, the Lord has given us provision up to 5 million generations. Wow. And so we tiered our way up through the provisional process. Because of that, we are dealing with um, very ancient, ancestral, generational demons, Mm -hmm. okay? They real strong, They they real strong. They're not more powerful than God, but it does require a process that is not like many places. So we have a three phase process. The first phase of the process is an intake assessment Mm -hmm. and it's an oppression and healing intake form. Um, I am a medical provider as well. And so uh, 20 years as an RN, six as a family nurse practitioner. So I understand a lot of things naturally and spiritually, right? Um, And so the Lord, I couple in this ministry, my education and expertise in the natural and my gifts and talents in the spirit. And I marry them together for a holistic experience for the person being delivered. And so you have to complete this intake form, which is rather in depth. There are many people that turn away from phase one, (laughs) Um, but um, it goes through your bloodline. It goes through a lot of permissions and things like that. This ministry operates very heavily in the courtrooms of heaven, in the courts of heaven. And as I have proceeded in the ministry of deliverance, I discovered that there were barriers with people that were not getting full deliverance because of demonic spiritual legal rights Mm -hmm. and they were finding because they're desperate and they don't want to leave they were going back into the people's bloodline finding a great 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 grandmother let's say from 20,000 years ago that operated in witchcraft and they would go back that far to gain legal right to keep you from getting free And if you don't know, if you have not taken the time with the Holy Spirit through prayer and fasting, you can miss it. If you're just looking for drive through deliverance, you're just looking at what's happening today, not understanding that this stems way back into your bloodline. So because of that, phase two, the Holy Spirit 
asked me to revamp the process and to implement a time of fasting and prayer that must be done before the person enters into phase three. If we remember as the Lord was teaching and training and equipping the disciples, they were unable to cast the demon out of the boy. They were unable, and they came back to God and said, hey, you gave us the power and the authority to cast this demon out, but we were unsuccessful. We were not able to cast this demon out. Well, there's several reasons. One was because of unbelief, um, but because without faith, we can't get anything from God. We can't receive blessings of God or anything, deliverance or anything. And so another thing was, as the Lord stated in the end of that scripture, he said, these kind, he said, these kind come out only by prayer and fasting. And so there's a lot of lower ranking demons and authority that these high ranking, because there's a hierarchy and an organizational structure in the kingdom of darkness. And it's only a counterfeit to God's. So Mm -hmm. it was God's first, right? We talk about the hierarchy that God has with the angels, the cherubims and the seraphims. That's a whole nother conversation if we're talking about angel, angelology and demonology. But there is an organizational structure in the kingdom. And so the kingdom of darkness has only counterfeited whatever God has. So there is a structure and a hierarchy in that kingdom. And so there are some that are more high ranking, some that have more authority over others. So a lot of people will go for deliverance or to an altar call prayer and they think they've gotten full deliverance, but they've just kicked out some lower ranking demons. They just kicked out, you know, mistrust or distrust or doubt or unbelief, right? Not that these aren't important, but those ancient ancestral demons that hold those high ranking seats, they're still seated. They don't leave. It's just the ones that work beneath them. And what they do is they recruit. They re-recruit and they regroup. And so the person ends up worse than they were before. But in in phase two of our three phase process, you must go through a plan of prayer and fasting and it is individualized. And so we have three um, groups of people that the Holy Spirit will tell us and show us who they are in the spirit. So we have some that go through a seven day process Mm -hmm. and that's our general population. And then we have um, another, another tier, which is our leaders, our leadership. So I've delivered ministers and people that have church, you know, churches Mm -hmm. and minister to people. There's a higher accountability. So that means your demons and rank are going to be in a different hierarchy (laughs) and structure. And so for them, we have a process that is 14 days of fasting. And then we have um, our powerhouse, our powerhouse people that this isn't my plan. This is God's plan. So um, the Holy Spirit, we do a lot of prayer on the back end, a lot of strategy that you guys don't see, Mm -hmm. um, angelic strategy and warfare strategy while we get the person through the process all the way through start to finish. And by the time you get to phase two of the process, you're in one of those categories of fasting. Now we don't limit it. If God says 40 days, 30 days, 19 days, we ought, we leave it open to the flexibility and to the move of God to tell us what we are to do for who we're to do it for on an individualized basis. But he set up, he's a God of order, right? So he set up a, um, a tiered process. So some people fast for seven, some 14, some 21. When they're done 
within this fasting process and, and it's pretty it's very structured. Yeah. We're partnering as co laborers with you. So we're corporately coming into agreement mm-hmm. with you while you're praying, while you're fasting, so for you to receive your breakthrough. Many are receiving deliverance in this time before yeah. they even see me. Before they even see me. They're like, Oh, I got deliverance. That said, oh, I got deliverance, right? So phase two is prayer and fasting. Phase three is actually D-Day. So phase three is where you actually come in to get delivered, where we actually go through the process of deliverance. But between phase two and phase three, we go into the courtrooms of heaven and we break those legal rights that I started talking about. So those demonic legal rights that have had an ancestral ancient seat in your life, we actually go into the courtrooms of heaven and we break, not me, not you, right? We, uh, my, my team and myself, we are a part of the process that the Lord Jesus Christ and God, the righteous judge, as he sits on the mm-hmm. throne, the demons actually come into the courtrooms of heaven. They're, they're petitioned and summons there. And we partner with the Lord with the plan for breaking the legal rights against your life and your bloodline. Once those legal rights are broken and the Lord releases your D-Day, then you get deliverance here. Okay. Then you actually enter into phase three and there's not a fight. Like some people, used to, I mean, there is a, there's always a fight with demons. They don't ever want to leave yeah. willingly, um, but they lose their legal rights. When they have legal right, they don't have to leave. You exactly. can pray, you can foam at the mouth, you can fall out, you can do whatever you want. But if you, if they have legal rights, they, they're, they can't be cast out. Exactly. So um, this actually helps us in the deliverance process for your D-Day. Because once those legal rights are broken, they still put up a fight, but they have to go. But they, and they know it. Okay. Right. They have to go. So yeah, it's, it's rather um, in-depth. It is in depth, but um, I haven't met a person yet that said it wasn't worth it right. um, when they completed the process. So, yeah. and I love, I love that. I love that you broke it down that way. And for my audience, I want you ladies to know that it is so important to understand that you did not get into hell overnight and it is not going to be an overnight process okay because i think like she said drive through deliverance there are people who i just remember when we would have the deliverance classes who weren't back you know in that next session because they don't want to leave and you have to understand that it is going to be a fight and the word of God talks about even when the house is empty they come back and if they find it empty they're going to bring seven others or come seven times stronger so you have to really um, consider the fact that I really felt led to do this as this will you know this is the fourth episode of this season because I don't want to go any further until you guys really uh connect with someone who can help in this area now people call me a prayer warrior they call me you know a a demon bully as well and i thank god for that but i know my area of expertise so when we come back from commercial i'm gonna um talk to tina about why it's important to go to someone with experience in this area 
because you can't just it's okay to go to people for prayer and I understand that but you have to understand like the way that she just broke this down there are levels to this thing and if you only get purged of the one level um, you got so many other things that the Lord might want to reveal to you that's in your bloodline all right so guys just give us a second we'll be back to conclude the conversation Hey guys, so you know, I am the queen of writing books and because I am a business coach now and I have two offerings that I want to tell you about, but write your business book today. Girl, listen, we got a business to build. And so writing your business book will allow for people to not only know what you do, but show that you can do it. That is what you want. Your business card, it just tells them what you do, but the book will show them what you can do. So this 45-page ebook encourages you to write your business book today. Chapters include how to get your idea down on paper, how to create a system, how to overcome self-publishing worries, how to push past the fear beast, and the benefits of writing a book for your business, plus so much more. The book also includes how you can work with me as your business and book coach. Please note this book does not give you details on how to write your business book chapter for chapter. You would actually need some book coaching services with me for that. But for $20, you get such encouragement and great inspiration to really get you into it. So Write Your Business Book Today is available for $20. And to celebrate my episode of Woman Evolve, I am giving 20% off of all of my digital products. So use the code WEGA20 in order to receive 20% off of all digital products. And with that, the Gold Starter Workbook Kit is now available for only $99. It used to be $199. The Gold Starter Workbook Kit comes with 59-page fillable PDF covering nine areas for you to work through so you can tap into your bravery and push past procrastination. It also features three audio files with two hours of coaching by your girl Maya K designed to coach you through each chapter. I cannot wait until you guys purchase these product products. Remember, WEGA20 is your code and we don't know how long that'll last, so hop on it. All right, guys. Hey, it's your girl, Maya Kay, and we are back with the Gold File Seasons 4. And we are continuing episode number four with the goal of deliverance. Remember, we're thriving in it all. So I'm back with your girl, Tina, from Flawed and Free, an amazing ministry and business. Um, that's actually one of my questions, y'all. Church folk then told people business and ministry is separate, and it is a business. So I just, um, I'm excited to have our player. You were blessed by the first half and so we're going to jump into these last couple of questions so she can continue to bless us and so you talked about because you mentioned it and I love this because I was actually pre-nursing before I was pre-med mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you mentioned you know you take your uh like your natural knowledge and the things that you've done in the earth with nursing and you mm-hmm. kind of combine them mm-hmm. and so I would like to, okay, here it is. So how did God set you up for this type of business and ministry? Did you have a passion to see women delivered from the power of the enemy? Or was this a mantle you stumbled into? Um, I did not have a clue. 
<laughs> I thought I was only built to be a nurse and I was one of those people that uh, my grandmother was a nurse right mm-hmm. a lot of times we choose careers and paths based upon what we are know our limited knowledge and understanding based upon how others have been successful or what others say you would be good at mm-hmm. I remember taking a lot of those little tests in high school right it's like what do you want to do I think you should pick this career I think you should pick that <laughs> career and not one question on there is asking the Holy Spirit not a thing right right? and so I didn't know that I didn't know any better and so um, I chose the path in the career of field of nursing and so I had zero clue I spent over 20 plus years in the field um, and I began to climb the ladder in the corporate sector um, of the healthcare field beyond my bedside experience right and my goal for me was to um, become the doctorate of nursing um, to um, be the chief nursing officer of a hospital. So I was moving towards becoming a CNO of the hospital Mm -hmm. and was getting ready to start my doctorate's program um, when the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me not to, told me not to apply. And so I held off on applying and I did have a a leadership position in the hospital. I was working in administration with the CNO, the CMO and the CEO and other people. And literally I was in a business meeting, talking about hospital organizational structures and what we were going to do to do this and do that. Mm -hmm. And in that meeting, I heard the audible voice of God tell me this is not easy. Now, mind you, there's I'm looking around the room (laughs) and I'm like, did I just hear it? Like it was so clear. It was so clear. And I was like, I know I did not hear this. And I did. The Holy Spirit was telling me that this was not it. But this is what I aspired to be, because I sat at the table with these people in my day to day functions and operations. I was looking to continue to climb the ladder. And the Lord knew that at the time. And so that literally made me halt in my tracks because I was like what was that and why did it say that right (laughs) it said it this is not it so it I I was then I won't say forced but very much encouraged by that audible voice that um I needed to go back to the Holy Spirit about my plan for my life I did and he spoke to me in a dream um, very shortly after that, and it was just kind of, I won't say down, I'll say uphill. It wasn't a uphill battle, but it literally just progressed quickly, yeah. rather quickly from the moment I heard that. Um, and then the Lord spoke to me about entrepreneurship within a week, within a few days of that. And I never had a desire to have my own business. Mm-hmm. Never. That was not on my radar at all. And I did not even know. Deliverance was even further. Yeah. Right? Was even further <laughs> um, from that. And so I just, in obedience to God, I then began to shift into what I wanted, what I thought I wanted, because that took everything away that I knew, that I understood, that I was comfortable with, because to me, it was apples and oranges. Yeah. I'm like, what business? What am I gonna do? Am I selling hair, selling yeah, lashes? Yeah, I was about to say boutique. Am, am, <laughs> am I making lemonade? Like, what What are you talking about? Yeah. And so, uh, podcasting is how he opened up the door. Okay. And he told me that I was gonna be podcasting. At the time, I had never heard of a podcast. 
had never didn't know anybody that podcasted and I was even more confused and I'm like I don't this is so confusing and so once I literally um, took my hands completely off of my career mm-hmm. path and choice and future he literally I mean sis it was so fast like once I took myself out yeah it just it it God just boom, 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 download yeah. after download, download vision, dreams, doors opening, boom, 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 just everywhere because I literally took myself and my mindset completely out and I said, God, if this be your will, nonetheless your will. And baby, be, you better know what you're saying when you say yep. that. <laughs> you better know what you're saying. And I really meant it, right? Yeah. Because I spent uh, more than half of my life in a career that I was finding greater dissatisfaction with mm. right and so I was trying to balance that as well as climb the ladder and I was meeting resistance Yeah. and so I was like okay I'm very good at this I'm trying to get in a better place of autonomy and in a better place financially, but I'm finding myself desiring to be here less and less to the point to where it was almost non-existent, mm-hmm. not completely. And that's when I knew I might not be in the right place. Maybe I need to seek God more about his plan for my life. That's exactly what happened. That is amazing. And I need for ladies for you to hear this because sometimes when we hear entrepreneurship and we're asking God these questions, we really do look at, oh, he wants me to open a boutique or we're going, we hear everything going on like real estate, that's being pushed. Business coach, that's being pushed. But listen, Tina stepped into a mantle and a moment that if I'm honest, (laughs) she has a very unique ministry and business. I've not seen anything else like it, um, whether virtually, online, or even in person. And so you have to be open to the fact that if the Lord is giving you a vision for entrepreneurship and that is one of your goals, that it could be something that is totally outlandish to you, but a need that it fulfills a need in the earth. And this is why when I coach women as a business coach, my thing is you, we're going to Uh, tap into three unique gifts notice I didn't say skills I help women tap into three unique (laughs) gifts that they have because there is a difference and then when I help you tap into that we'll come up like in the strategy session on what you could do and don't expect me to say oh business coaching or it it could be something along the lines and maybe not deliverance Mm -hmm. ministry but it may not be what you think but the very place you don't want to go is where your financial breakthrough lies okay <laughs> Woo, that was a whole word let me tell you you just ministered to me Amen. and and your explanation of what god has called you to do i'm telling you it is the absolute truth obedience is better than sacrifice mm-hmm. and and it has been a blessing to me in being obedient because i've i've discovered a part of me that i didn't even knew existed mm-hmm. and god had told me as i continue to surrender in the process that he wanted me to pioneer some things because when he actually released that I was going to be in the area doing spiritual warfare and deliverance right and he started to speak to me in a natural sense because I've delivered babies right in the natural I've I've done Mm -hmm. all of that and so he was 
trying to help me. Like, I've been preparing you all this time. I allowed you to go into that field because, mind you, it was not God's perfect will. It was, it was his permissive, permissive will. Come on. And in his permissive will, I was being trained in the natural for what? And that's why I was skilled yeah. in that area Amen. because my gifts mm-hmm. lied on the spiritual side. So when he transitioned me from where I was, it was not hard for me to transition into my role um, in the spirit because God had created me that way Mm -hmm. for a while. So he said, I will teach you because I'm looking at him like I've never seen deliverance. I had never seen deliverance. And you're trying to tell me that this is what you want me to do for others. I, you know, I was like, how? He said, I will teach you. And the Holy Spirit has taught me the things that I have learned in deliverance. I went and looked Mm -hmm. for all of these big names, right? And not that they're doing anything wrong. That's the mantle that they've been given for the people they're served. There you go. They're called to serve, right? So I looked at God. I'm like, why doesn't my ministry look like theirs? Why am I doing this? And, And I've had a lady one time, she said, I call somebody else for deliverance and I didn't have to fast why are you making me fast they said I could come tomorrow for deliverance and I said ma'am by all means if the Holy Spirit is leading you to go somewhere else for deliverance it is God himself who is your deliverer it's not me or this ministry but if you're uncomfortable I you're not bound here I'm not you're not a cert you're not a bond servant like I'm not gonna keep you you know make you fast if you don't want to fast you don't have to but I can't serve you in this ministry because this is the mandate that God gave me for the people that I serve so if that doesn't fit your needs that's okay my feelings aren't hurt so he when he spoke to me about pioneering I, I I'm glad you made mention to that because sometimes he will release you into a thing because he he needs someone he can trust yeah. right to do what he wants done in the earth and you might not see it out there yeah. or it might be a million people doing what you want to do but God is going to give you something in a different, different way in a Amen. different right and so we're like well a million people do do this a million people I can't do this God because everybody's doing that right but you have to really sit and listen and be led by him amen I love that it's kind of what I said about going from a goal coach to a business coach and being slightly agitated because I'm like God it's a million <laughs> business coaches out here uh, and everybody want to be a business coach but the Lord is saying but you're a business and a book coach and you can help women launch successful businesses and help them write a book to monetize their expertise not you usually don't see them both together usually someone's helping someone write a book for their business or they're helping them launch a business but when you are a 14 time author you have something you bring different to the table so my blue ocean strategy remember I taught y'all about that blue ocean strategy that's that area where there's little or no competition the Lord took two gifts that I was skilled in and well gifted in and merged them together so you come to me you get the one stop shop instead of me sending you to somebody after you launch a business to help you with your book I need a link I need the link so I can sign up because I have have some spiritual warfare books and some prayer books and um, some things well as the Lord 
continues yeah. to drop them in my spirit. A couple that I'm working on, but Amen. I'm like, hmm. Oh, we, oh don't worry. Like, it's always a reason he connects us. Yeah, okay. I, I might need that link, sis. Amen. <laughs> so the last two, um, I know you have recently done a series, or you're still doing it. I noticed it on your social media, mm. like financial breakthrough. Oh yeah. Um, and how the enemy can hinder finances and I think it's important for people to understand that the enemy can hinder finances even if you're obedient to God and you're tithing faithfully so what I want you to talk about I've read uh, Jensen Franklin's book The Spirit of Python okay Mm. because people don't know about that python spirit now I don't know if you read the book but can you teach us a little bit about the spirit of python because it constricts um, if you're familiar with that spirit but even if you you're you're not so much with that spirit, which I believe you are because you're equipped in that area. Mm-hmm. But if you can't tell us a little bit about the Python spirit, just tell us about how the enemy does attack and constrict at finances, no matter how pure and holy you may be and why he does it. Yeah, well, um, unfortunately, it's not just Python, um, but since you asked about Python, we could talk about the spirit of Python. Python usually, most demonic spirits usually work in alliance and connection with one another, um, and they perform, of course, according to their nature and characteristics, and they come together um, to wreak havoc in your life. The spirit of Python is a serpent spirit, mm-hmm. and that spirit um, chokes out your prayer life. That spirit chokes out um, your desire for worship. That spirit chokes out um, relationships, um, um, business partnerships, financial um, prosperity. Um, and things like that and so it, it it affects people in a number of ways you said that it constricts it's like a like a boa constrictor mm-hmm. like a like you know it's a python that you know their job is to um, from a natural standpoint even if you don't understand the spiritual characteristics um, or connotations of what they do it is just like a real serpent and so it operates in any area of your life that would literally uplift and please God there's a spirit of divination that um, that connects and works through the spirit of Python and so it's done the spirit of Python uses um, um, its opportunities right in the areas of your life where you've it's been given access to literally restrict and to um, cause financial ruin and delay in these areas. And so that's that's his primary job. It right. has other functions, um, especially in partnership with other demons. But more specifically, witchcraft and the spirit of divination is how the um, Python spirit is able to to function and carry out their plans against the people of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's really deep. If you guys have a chance to get that book, because I don't want some Mm. of you who may be building businesses and, you know, starting things to start to blame yourself. And the Mm. enemy definitely is a a con he's condemning and he likes to bring guilt. But if you don't understand the spiritual realm, like Dr. Cindy Trim's The Rules of Engagement, um, Mm. The Spirit of Python by Pat Pastor Jensen Franklin, those are two books I recommend because mm-hmm. as Tina stated, your family, this goes back, guys. She's yeah. she just mentioned a million generations. You yeah. have to understand that there are layers to this thing, and sometimes we're carrying unnecessary burdens. So I'm gonna pray over my girl, but before we get there, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I just really wanted to, you know, give you an opportunity to have any last words. But what I want my listeners to know, ladies, listen, the goal should be freedom and deliverance. Stop just looking mm-hmm. for financial freedom and understand that is really based on the freedom of being uh, set free in all areas. We can't mm-hmm. build success on top of demonic trauma. Mm-hmm. We just can't do it. But of course, mm-hmm. I'm saying this in love, you know, not as a, a condemning way, like you doing yeah. anything wrong. I just want you guys to really tap into that. And so any closing words for the audience, for the ladies, the business owners out there or the aspiring business owners before we pray? Uh, No particular closing words. Um, I would just encourage you to sit with the Holy Spirit at all times. Even everything I've said in this broadcast podcast, um, you know, if there's some conviction or some concern, conviction's good. It actually helps, right? When you're Mm -hmm. convicted, not condemned by a thing, but um, that's Satan. But if you feel um, unction and unctioning or feel led to sit further or to educate yourself um, further in the deliverance always go to the source first right yeah. which is the kingdom of God which is the Holy Spirit so seek ye first the kingdom of God go to him ask him about all things even the things that you receive from those that are trusted um, and even not right yeah. that you don't even know much about but always take it back he will confirm he right and he doesn't always confirm the way that you think he will right yeah. um, but he will give you a peace in your spirit and he will send um, maybe two or three to confirm as the word of God says but um, either way he will let you know right if you should move forward or when you should move forward in the area of deliverance so um, definitely definitely um, I don't want anybody to open up the door to fear um, because they don't understand it or because people have said maybe negative things about it oh they put witchcraft on you right oh (laughs) they put something in you you know you don't know and so just to educate yourself and to sit before the feet of the father and get your instructions from him Mm -hmm. as to what you receive and come into agreement with and he will lead your path with where you want to go I'm definitely on all social media platforms I'm on I'm on YouTube and at flawed and free I'm on Instagram if you're an IG person right at the flawed and free most of my content goes there I off in YouTube and Instagram and YouTube. So I offer a lot of free content in addition to my podcast, which is flawed and free. Um, And so you can go any one of those places. I just opened up my second semester of my spiritual warfare Academy. Okay. And so I have a mentorship program and a masterclass all in one. So it's a 12 week program that is opened up and it's called freedom fighter mentorship Academy. Mm -hmm. And this mentorship Academy couples the uh, group mentorship along with uh, rather in-depth master class on demonology, spiritual warfare, prayer, effective prayers, dreams, and dream interpretation, mm. and all of these things that um, we need to know to equip us, mm. right, to be functional and to be successful um, in moving and growing in Christ and defeating the powers of darkness. So we go rather in depth. It's probably things you will not learn um, in a church setting. And I don't even know that it's many places online. 
um, there are some places you can go to get this information. Um, but the Lord has really gifted and allowed me to teach and develop e-courses on all of this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so I have e-courses and the academy. Come on, Pioneer. So, Floodandfree.com, yeah. right? Yeah, it's okay. it's the Flawed and Free. Oh. The T H E um, F L A W E D, the flawed and free. You know, I love it. Uh, Last thing before I pray, tell them why they should stop burning sage, please. Uh, I'd probably longer than we have time to expound on (laughs) the short version. Um, But um, sage is a is a is actually not of God. It's a form of witchcraft, and so um, we don't need anything outside of God. And so these adjunctive um, practices, they're occult practices, and they're occult practices that do not um, edify or uplift God. We don't need anything in addition to um, to the Lord, and it's just. Just a um, a medium for an open door, yeah. and so say the sage. They actually, to be honest with you, demons are attracted to sage. Yeah. It's the craziest thing in the world. People think that that they that it actually drives demons out and it doesn't it does nothing and and for those that it does nothing to it actually attracts them and so there's a spirit of deception that works in these um occult practices which are hidden practices and it just opens up doors for them to come in and so how it works is when you're involved with these areas of witchcraft and occultism through divination and things like that um there's a curse of that you are actually coming into covenant with if there's already a curse in your family you're strengthening the covenant yep. so every time that you burn a sage it's an agreement that's being made through the curse that's placed upon your family's bloodline and so there's generational sickness disease and poverty premature death and all of these things that occur through the open doors of, of um, occult practices um, sage crystals tarot cards all yes. of it it's in the same category and so that's what happens when you burn sage and it's not yeah, bad, so. it's not it's and more. I just I had uh, Tina touch on that because I know a lot of business owners or aspiring business owners like I see it on Instagram and mm-hmm. they, they're like oh let Very me heavily. just get my energy right mm-hmm. and let me just do this and you know if I may have Tina back on in a future episode to even talk about being careful what you buy okay because it's symbols on things let me tell you something I'm having a conference a, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. having a youth conference in September back home in Philly and because it's at my alma mater at Temple, I wanted to reach out to my brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, and I'm not even in the sorority because these guys supported me. And the Lord said, "You better not ask them for a donation." Now, I don't judge anybody in the sorority fraternity. I still love my brothers of Lambda Chapter, but please understand, I can't be teaching kids and telling them about deliverance. You know, the young people that will be there with a sign of Minerva from the Delta Sigma Theta on my backdrop it's not going to be productive okay so I just wanted to throw that out there that you know we're not throwing shades towards sororities and fraternities but there it was important for me exactly and and so when the Lord said 
Yeah, just because I'm not one, if I go and get a donation from them, what am I saying when I get that symbol? So I'm just, I had her answer that because I think it's so important that you understand the blood of Jesus is all you need. All, need. all right, guys. So I'm going to pray over her. You know how I do here at the Gold Files. We don't leave, let nobody leave without covering them. So, Father, I just lift up my sister yes. Tina to you, and I thank you for her ministry, flawed and free, Lord. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you for her obedience. We thank you, Lord, that while the enemy may have tried to keep her from this mantle and this calling, you saw fit, Lord, to make sure that she would step into it. So we thank you for closing the door. We thank you for the pioneering anointing that is on her life for this ministry. And I just decree and declare that there is supernatural protection around her. Lord God, I thank you according to Psalm 91 that her feet will not be dashed against the stone. I thank you the angels are carrying her to and fro both virtually and when she travels physically lord we decree and declare that any penetration of the the enemy and his minions to try to come against even this episode lord we bind that right now in the name of jesus we decree and declare that there is no perforation in the spiritual realm for the enemy to be able to penetrate her business we lift up default flawed and free to you and declare that it will go to the nations that it will do massive work and lord even as you continue to give her downloads for books and strategies we thank you lord that there will be no disruption as you are downloading to her that there will be no disruption in her dreams that you will be able to release these things to her without any type of hesitation or breaking or any interference and we just thank you Lord God that her team is uh, just they are abundant in everything that they do we thank you God that as she stated she's helping young women that are on her team that may have never seen this before so Father we thank you for this new thing you're doing in her life and we decree that 2022 her business will go up another level as she continues to obey you that her ministry Lord God will be one of a kind and that she will even help leaders as she stated get set free from the bondage that they may be in we are in the last days and we don't have time to play so Satan you are null and void your assignment is null and void we just cast you out right now in the name of Jesus from being able to do anything to block what Tina is doing Lord send her forward with angels combat angels that are protecting her and around her in her business and we just Thank you. We praise you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. To God be the glory. It is so and so it shall be. Thank you so of much course. for your prayer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for course. your time. So, guys, we just thank you so much for tuning in. I pray, like I said, I did this episode early in the season because I didn't want to go further without making sure you had all the tools. Please feel free to visit theflawedandfree.com and make sure you follow her on all social platforms flawed and free alongside my podcast subscribe to hers and make sure that you're sharing this with your friends and family we love you guys and i'll see you in the next episode